This is Eshin Akins, and welcome to Two Guys in a Podcast Nerd News Edition. Ladies and gentlemen, look into my eyes. Now, if you're familiar with Marvel, that quote right there rings in your ears. You know who we're talking about. We're talking about the Ghost Rider. Jason, you know, we did Hellstrom last time, and we discussed that we're going to stick more of the paranormal-type members of the Marvel Universe. And this one right here, you can't get more paranormal. You cannot get more paranormal. Um, the Ghost Rider is a very popular character, and he seems to get more popular as time goes on. Right. There have been several iterations of the Ghost Rider. Um, and, and to answer your, um, your request a little bit earlier, I do not want to look into your eyes because <laughs> either, either, either I'm going to fall in love or I'm going to get the penance stare, the Ghost Rider penance stare, and I'm going to just feel the pain of everyone I've ever hurt or damaged in my entire life, and I'm just going to be a mush man. It's just, you get a mush. You get turned into a marshmallow. That's it. That's I feel like a marshmallow most days anyway. So. <laughs> I roasted marshmallows sometimes. Right. <laughs> So Jason, the Ghost Rider, like you said, there have been many iterations of him dating back to 1 BC. Oh, yeah, yeah, All yeah. the way into the future, 2099. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And even going into, uh, uh, and when we do our honorable mention, the Cosmic Ghost Rider. The Cosmic, exactly. Right. But the, the um, research that I've done on Ghost Rider, of course, uncovers many different versions. But for me... It's easier for me to think of this chronologically. Yes. Like, okay, where does this... Because, you know, with, with, with some of the comic storylines, for 20 or 30 years, they'll tell a story. Then they'll say, oh, wait a minute. But we go back here, and this is where it started. Right. So right now, we have a little bit better uh, chronology on the Ghost Rider. Uh, in 20, 2017, Marvel came out with their Avengers 1 million BC series. And pretty much that uh, tells the story of some of the original Avengers. And when I say original, I'm talking about Odin, um, the original Lady Phoenix, um, Agamotto, who was the original Sorcerer Supreme, uh, the original Black Panther, uh, the first Iron Fist, um, and uh, there were a few others that, that just kind of escaped my mind. But the first Ghost Rider was one that I thought was really, really cool. And basically, the way, the way that they lay this out, that it all started, was in, in, in that time period, um, which it's a prehistoric time period, they, you didn't really have humans in the sense of the development as we are now. Um, you had kind of cavemen that lived in, in clans and packs, and they tend to stay inside of caves. They didn't go outside. And, um, <laughs> folks, that's, that's my son. I have my two year old son in the studio with us today. Yeah. Kind of see what dad does when he goes somewhere. We are live before a studio audience, my friends. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, uh, the celestials have already been to, to earth and right. they've tampered with the DNA of some of these cavemen. And so you had different cavemen who developed abilities and intelligence and even the ability to speak, whereas most of the other ones did not have those mm -hmm. capabilities. So they were a little bit different, a little bit 
offspring. Kind of like me and Jason, we just grunt and moan. I mean, that's... Yeah, basically. We, we're still stuck in the caveman type thing. Um, for some reason, the Celestials did nothing for us. They left us. I mean, we still look like Neanderthals. Yeah, we're, we're out of luck. SOL. But um, this, particular, um, this particular caveman, he's a younger guy. One day, a stranger comes into their cave. And he pretty much through violence takes over and becomes the leader. It's not too long after that that he attacks everyone in the cave, kills them, and begins to devour them. Once he's through devouring them, he, he looks at this kid who he has spared, and he says, I'm going to show you who I am now. And he transforms into the first Wendigo. If you know anything about the Wendigo, aside from our paranormal podcast, uh, paranormal um, episodes in Marvel, the Wendigo was first seen in um, uh, in an issue of the Incredible Hulk uh, back in the seventies. But um, it's 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 a character that basically is cursed because of cannibalism. Uh, very powerful, very strong. Well, he challenges the boy to come find him when he's ready to challenge to to to. Seek vengeance. And he says, I'm going to call you ghost because that's what you're going to be as a ghost. And he leaves. Well, the boy decides he's going to venture out into the great white, which that's what they called it because of the ice and snow. He figures if the stranger can survive, he can survive. So here he goes. And as he's traveling through this wasteland and, and freezing to death, he comes upon a snake. Well, the snake tells him if he will just say his name, he will give him the ability to give vengeance upon this Wendigo and avenge his people. He says his name, the snake is Mephisto. And for those of you that don't know who Mephisto is, in Marvel Comics, you, you don't have just one devil or Satan. You have Hell Lords. Right, you have Blackheart, you have Mephisto. I mean, very, very many. I mean, very many. And they all have different parts of Hell, um, which is uh, a dimension. It's just one of the dimensions that they control. Well, Mephisto, he's kind of the trickster that is always trying to make bargains with people. Well, uh, he tricks them into saying his name. He imbues them with hellfire. He, make, he puts the spirit of vengeance inside of him, but he also, he's going to get a soul. That was part of the trick. So now this kid, Ghost, goes and he's got the power of the ghost rider. He's not called ghost rider yet until he finds a woolly mammoth and imbues the woolly mammoth with hellfire. And now he is literally ghost the rider. Ghost the rider, exactly. Ghost the rider. Well, eventually he finds the Wendigo. They have a battle. The Wendigo kills his mammoth. He is able to um, use the bones of different animals and people to turn them into weapons. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, it's not clear that he actually kills the Wendigo. Uh, it seems the Wendigo escapes, but... He's confronted right after the battle by Odin, Lady Phoenix, and the other Avengers because they're going to have to battle a rogue celestial called the Fallen. And so they ask him to come assist them, and therefore he becomes one of the first Avengers. Nah. Okay. Well, now fast forward in time. Now we're going to the days of the Old West, 17, 1800s. Carter Slade. Carter Slade. Carter Slade. Now, Carter Slade was a character that was devised in 1949 in American comic books. American comic books were owned by Marvel. And he was the original writer. He was calling the writer because he wasn't necessarily called the ghost writer. Right. Well, they kind of played with it. At times he was the ghost writer. At times he was just the writer. 
but that was kind of his thing. And he didn't have the flaming skull, but he had similar powers to, to the modern day ghost rider, but not exactly. He looked more like a phantom, like a ghost. Okay. And he, it was a popular title. It was kind of a supernatural title. And he, if I'm not mistaken, he was an ex Confederate soldier. Um, and, and he went around avenging people who had been wronged. Well, in 1973, writers at Marvel decided that they were going to do a new title and call it Ghost Rider. And they came up with the flaming skull and the motorcycle and the black leather jacket. And the character's name was going to be Johnny Blaze. So they decided, well, we got to change this. Which is, folks, Johnny Blaze, the ghost rider that most of y'all are going to know. Uh, if, you, if you read comic books growing up, he was, to us, the original ghost rider. He was the one I always heard of. Right. He was the one I always heard I of. I did not learn about Carter Slade until the ghost rider movie with a... Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, out. yeah, Nicholas Cage. And if I'm not mistaken, I think you told me Sam Elliott played him. Sam Elliott played uh, Carter Slade, and it, it, they they kind of took from his storyline and another writer's storyline and kind of combined it into one to make him kind of an amalgamation. Right. And well, they decided, listen, we have to take any reference to Ghost Rider from Carter Slade's storyline now because we're going to have a different Ghost Rider. So they changed him to the Phantom Rider. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, they said he'll have some of the same powers as the Ghost Rider, be in the same genre, kind of the same feel, but his, he and his descendants will be the Phantom Riders. But still a lot of the same thing. They kind of are working through the netherworld to avenge the innocent. Right. So, but um, before uh, Johnny Blaze, and like I said, we're doing this in chronological order, not necessarily in the order it appears in the comic book. You had a guy named Noble Kale. Noble Kale. Noble Kale was in the 1800s. Now we're getting away because, well, you got Carter Slade in the 1800s. Right. That is the one, you know, the one that Sam Elliott played, the version of Carter Slade. They mixed Noble Kale, his storyline and Carter Slade's storyline up to make it more appealing to what I would call MCU, maybe extended universe or whatever. Right. Have you. And it paid kind of an homage to those without going right. deep into them. Right. Without going deep into the comics and having to really, hey. Right. We've had many, many writers, which we have, and they talk about that in the, the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider movie. Mm-hmm. There have been many writers. I'm going to go back and watch those movies. They're great. I need, I need to watch those. But Noble Kale was the son of a guy named Pastor Kale. Pastor Kale, turns out, was a secret servant of Mephisto. Mephisto is basically, he is the guy, the, the link for every Ghost Rider. It's Mephisto. Well, he, Noble Kale, uh, his girlfriend Magdalena discovers that the father, Pastor, is a secret servant of Mephisto. He freaks out and decides, I can't let her tell on me. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to accuse her of being a witch. And he convinces the townspeople to burn her at the stake. Mm-hmm. Well, before she dies, she puts out a curse that she will be avenged. She calls on the Furies. The Furies are demons that avenge fallen or mistreated women. So she dies. The Furies show up and start killing everybody. Right. Well, Pastor Kale's freaking out. He's like, what? What am knows, hey. I'm an asshole. I've been serving the devil. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. There's nothing good. Nothing good is going to happen with me. Right. So he goes to Mephisto very quickly. And he says, listen, you got to help me out here. 
I'm, I am done. Please, you got, I, I want to live. Mephisto says, okay, but it's going to cost you. I want something. He says, well, I'm going to give you my son, Noble, his soul. Okay, that's the deal. So Mephisto imbues Noble with the spirit of vengeance. And, and he becomes the ghost rider. He becomes the ghost rider, but he's, he is working for and answering to Mephisto. So he kills the Furies, saves Pastor Kale. Well, Pastor Kale decides, okay, I'm going to really go out there. I'm going to really go ahead and step out on the thin ice. And he gets Noble's infant son and says, here, demon, devour this child. Well, Noble refuses to. Even though he's a demon, even though he's the ghost rider, he refuses to and walks away. At that point, Mephisto shows up and says, I've done my part. I want the soul. It's mine. Uriel, the angel, shows up and says, no, 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 no. Noble's good. Noble would not harm his child. And he didn't sell his own soul. Exactly. He didn't sell his own soul. It was taken from him. He said, therefore, you cannot have it. I will not take it to heaven. He'll go into the void where eventually he will be rebonded with a family member. Okay. Now, here we go through time. On into the 70s. Naomi Kale is the descendant of Noble Kale. She marries Blaze Barton. Blaze Barton is a stunt, uh, motorcycle stunt guy. And he performs uh, at the Quentin Carnival and his buddies with Crash Simpson. And uh, just, he's a big deal. Well, he has a terrible crash. And it's, it, it kind of freaks the family out. And a character in Ghost Rider, and I won't go into him, a, a character called the Caretaker, who kind of watches over the different Ghost Riders and it kind of intercedes when necessary, comes to Naomi, because she has the spirit of the Ghost Rider, because she's the descendant of Noble Kale, and says, listen, you need to separate these kids. I'm worried about them. I'm worried about the danger of them being around uh, your husband and what's taking place. So she decides to leave Johnny Blaze with Crash Shimona Simpson at the Quentin Carnival, and she takes the other two, Barbara and Danny, That'll play in later. Yes. And she leaves them with a family named Ketch. Okay. So as it goes along, Johnny Blaze, he's kind of traumatized by everything. And his memory's not so good about his, his family. He kind of represses it. And Crash Simpson just tells him, well, your mother died. You know, just trying to, you know, he doesn't want him to, to really feel like he was abandoned. Um, which uh, actually Naomi Kelly ends up dying because she battles Mephisto as the ghost rider while all this is taking place mm -hmm. in, in a cemetery and Mephisto kills her. All right, so that's done. That's done. Well, Johnny becomes very close to Crash Simpson. He also becomes close to Crash Simpson's daughter, who is his stepsister, Roxanne. Mm -hmm. Eventually, it goes from being close to being in love. Right. Well, while this is taking place, Crash Simpson is diagnosed with cancer. Johnny's devastated. He's going to lose another father figure. So he decides there's only one way I can stop this. He starts getting into the occult. And he decides, I'll make a deal with Satan to save Crash's life. Well, he thinks he calls up Satan. No, 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 no. He calls him Mephisto. He gets Mephisto. Mephisto's like, yeah, 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 I can fix this. I can take care of it. I will cure him of his cancer. His cancer won't kill him. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. But I'm going to want your soul. Right. And he's willing to do it. Okay. The next day, Crash Simpson decides he's going to do a big stunt. It's going to be his final stunt. 
He's going to jump over 22 cars. He doesn't make it. He crashes. It kills him. Johnny's devastated. He calls up Mephisto, and he's furious. He said, you, you lied to me. You told me that he would be saved. He said, no, 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 no. Mephisto says, you said that he would be saved from the cancer, but not that he would live. I want your soul. And just as Mephisto's getting ready to take his soul, Roxanne shows up and professes her love for Johnny. Well, in the face of such pure love and virtue, Mephisto can't stand it. And he, he's, I'm out of here. I'm gone. So she saves Johnny, even though he's a little bit beat up and bruised from Mephisto. Well, Johnny continues um, basically studying with the, in, in, in the occult. Um, he ends up facing the wrath of Mephisto because Mephisto has secretly bonded him, not with the spirit of vengeance, but with a demon, a demon named Zarathos. And, and, and that is going to, of course, turn him into the Ghost Rider, but also it's going to be something that he has to deal with because Zarathos is evil. He's just a demon. He's going to have to battle the urge to hurt and to kill. And balance it. And balance it. So, and of course, the powers he has are the powers that many of the Ghost, Rider, ghost Riders have. He has the Penance Stare. The Penance Stare is a very powerful weapon. Um, if you look into the Ghost Rider's eyes when he asks you to or commands you to, basically what it does is it causes the person who's looking into his eyes to feel the pain, physical and emotional, of everyone they have ever hurt in their entire life all at once. And it's magnified like a thousand times. And for most people, that's crippling and damages their soul. In fact, there have been only two that were able to survive that penance stare without being damaged. Dr. Strange, because he's Sorcerer Supreme. Right. And the Punisher, and I thought this was hilarious, the Punisher regretted nothing. He regretted <laughs> no one he had ever hurt. Yeah, well, I can see that with that character. Yeah, you can see with that character. And um, as I read, it said, it, it said the Ghost Rider was actually shocked and taken aback because that had never happened before. Um, he has these chains that he can call on to use that will go to all incredible lengths. And they're controlled by his mind. They can wrap up his victims or his opponents, and they seem to be unbreakable. So um, I've heard someone ask before, well, can, can he stop Thanos with those chains? Actually, he can. He can wrap Thanos in those chains. And unless Thanos has some kind of paranormal uh, uh, or, or relic to break that, he cannot break those chains. So basically what we're saying is, folks, in MCU Universe and Infinity War, if the Ghost Rider would have been there when they were battling Thanos, it would have been over with. If he had been on Titan, it would have been done. There would have been no more. He is, I did not realize how powerful the Ghost Rider was. He's one of the most powerful, um, I guess you'd say paranormal slash interdimensional slash cosmic characters in the MCU. Absolutely. Or, or in MC in general. Um, well, I mean, he's literally infused with the power of hell. Yeah, he's literally infused uh, like, with Like Hellstrom, but I mean, it's a little further. He's actually possessed by the power of a demon. He is. He is. He's possessed by the power of a demon. And throughout his time in Marvel Comics, he's, that demon is trying to overtake him. He's trying to get out of him. And it's just a constant battle. Eventually, as the storyline goes, they make peace with each other and they go their separate ways. Right. But um, Johnny Blaze, like you said, he's got the motorcycle with the fire wheels. Eventually, it becomes all fire. Um, Hellfire 
being one of his weapons is something that um, is, uh, in most instances, only burns the soul. It doesn't burn the flesh, right. but sometimes it will burn the flesh. Um, at one point, uh, and you're going to talk about Danny Ketch, when he shows up uh, in Danny Ketch's storyline, he's uh, no longer wielding uh, the chains as much as he's wielding a shotgun that has a thorough mystical blast. Right. So he's just a dadgum cool character. But we go from there to Danny Ketch. Danny Ketch. So you, you heard Jason talk about how Johnny had a brother and a sister. Yes. That were separated. Yes. Uh, Johnny was left with Crash Simpson, and Danny and Barbara were to, to live with the Ketches. The Ketches. So Danny's story, they, I guess at the point they were so young, they didn't know they had brothers and sisters. So Barbara is being chased by these bad guys, mobsters, gangsters, whatever you want to call them. And they get chased into a uh, junkyard. Well, Barbara is fatally wounded and Danny is trying to save Barbara. Well, on this, this, in this junkyard, he finds this motorcycle that's got an insignia on it. Well, you know, they're trying to hide from these gangsters, and he touches this insignia looking at the motorcycle. Well, when he touches that insignia, he takes on the spirit of vengeance. Boom! And if you read on in the comic books, the motorcycle belonged to Johnny, Johnny Blaze. Blaze. There you go. So basically, it was a, it was a motorcycle that Johnny had used mm-hmm. that was infused with part of the spirit of vengeance. Right. So at that point... Unlike Johnny, he didn't willfully make a deal with the devil to take on the spirit of the Ghost Rider. He basically inherited the spirit. Almost like a family heirloom passed down. He was, he, he, they already had the spirit of vengeance in them because of their mother. Right. And when he touched that motorcycle that Johnny had used, it transformed him. Well, it transformed him and he kills all the gangsters. Wow. Boom. Dead. But he's unable to save Barbara. Barbara dies. Oh, man. And if you look back in the comic books, Danny shows up in the comic books in uh, Ghost Rider Volume 3, Number 1. That was in May 1990. Uh, And he he lived in New York. uh, And they actually, you know, they made two Ghost Rider movies. One with Nicolas Cage and one with another guy. Mm -hmm. The second, the one called Spirit of Vengeance, is actually based off Danny Ketch's story. Okay. So... Okay. You know, and he's got pretty much the same abilities that Johnny had, you know, superhuman strength, durability to fire, uh, but and he's got the pennant stare and he rides a motorcycle and the magic chains. Something that he's got in the comic storyline that Johnny didn't have, or as far as I know, any of the other ghost riders, he is able to travel interdimensionally. Okay. Okay. So he can travel to the hell realm. So he's almost, he's actually more powerful. He is, he is close to the cosmic ghost rider. Okay. As close as you, close as you can get without being the actual cosmic ghost rider. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, and that dates back all the way back to Noble Kell. They're all related, basically. It's, it's all, all it's all line. line, all lineage. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, and now... Danny Ketch in the comics was actually killed twice. Okay. The first time he was killed, he was killed by Blade. Really? Blade was actually infused by the spirit of another demon. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
didn't know so, that. And when that demon was uh, defeated, Daniel was able to be resurrected. Okay. He was later again killed by another demon. Same kind of concept. He was able to be resurrected then. Okay. And he actually, in his storyline, he actually parts ways with the demon that he's infused the powers of. So he walks away from being the ghost rider. He walks away from being the ghost rider. Wow. Wow. Now, in, in you know, the movie universe, you, know, you don't hear about Danny. Mm-hmm. You don't hear about uh, Noble Kell. Right, right. You hear about Carter Slade. You hear about Johnny Blaze. Right. You don't hear about Danny Ketch unless you pick up on the, the comic references in the Spirit of Vengeance movie. And then you have another writer that is new. He just came about what in 2018. Yeah, he's 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 really popular right now. Actually, I think I I want to say 2013. Maybe 2013. Was when he originated. Agents of Shield. Yes. Agents well, of he did originate in the comic books prior to coming to the uh, Agents of Shield. Agents TV of Shield show. TV show. And that's, that's where uh, he really took off. That's where the character took off and people took notice of him. Right. Robbie Reyes. Robbie Reyes, and now he has a little bit of a different type of situation. I know you, we were talking about that earlier. What, what, where, what's the deal with him and the, the uncle, the serial killer? What's that Okay, about? so his uncle was a serial killer. He raised him and his, uh, partially raised him and his uh, handicapped brother. Right, right. And I, I forgot when, about the handicapped when brother. They, when the uncle ended up getting arrested, going to prison, he kind of, you know, Danny... Uh, not Danny. Robbie. Robbie. Robbie took over taking care of his paralyzed brother. Right, right. And the uncle owned a car. Well, that uncle was a serial killer. He right. died, right? Right. His spirit is living in that car. Oh, my God. Like so Christine. Robbie, like Christine, <laughs> Robbie is in, into racing, right? So right. he's got this, Street racer. this this beautiful car, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, He's racing the car, and he gets into an accident during the race. Well, the spirit of, the spirit of his dead uncle saved him, saves okay. the car. Okay. So Robbie's a little different because he's not possessed by an actual demon. He's possessed by the power of his dead uncle, which is kind of rap. What's the other demon? Uh, Zathoro? Z- <laughs> the one you couldn't pronounce anyway. That, that, Zarathos. Zarathos. That Zarathos. Kind yes, of, Zarathos. That, that demon's kind of wrapped up with his uncle's spirit. Okay. So that's okay. how he kind of possesses I, the power of the Ghost Rider. Okay, okay. Robbie's story, you know, he's constantly having to fight the urges of his uncle's spirit from just going out rampaging people. Yeah, just kill. Basically, the urge because to kill. Robbie's got a good heart. You got to look at it this way. Robbie's taking care of his paralyzed brother. Right. Robbie's right. doing right for himself. Right. So that's that's his story that I have read on Robbie Razor. It's not a whole lot unless you're reading the comic books, and I have not. Okay. Like I said, the Ghost Rider I know most about, like a lot of people, is Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. I think Robbie Razor. I'm going to look a little bit more into him now that you brought that up because that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. You know. And I watched Agents of Shield, and it was it was great. You know, he got to. Work with Phil Coulson and the other agents of Shield. You yeah, know, different things. It, it was a good little, good little skit. Now, I, I, and it was a Charger, a Dodge Charger. It was a Dodge Charger. Okay. And I would like to see them take. And he was a Hispanic. He, right. He wasn't. He wasn't white like you know the other Ghost Riders. Right. He was Hispanic. And I want to say that's the first rider that's actually been of another ethnicity. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I. I would think. As far as I know, yeah. That's. I mean, the uh, it's. And we had talked about earlier. There, it seems like they're always coming up oh, with, "Oh, well, this was a rider back then. That yeah. was a rider back then." So, but as far as just 
comic book canon. Right. He would be the first one of a different ethnicity. Now, folks, there's there's been other writers. I mean, no, uh, man. Uh, Ghost Rider twenty ninety nine. It was a robot. Yeah, it was a, a some type of a. Uh, kind of like a Terminator. Yeah, an, an individual who had their 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 consciousness downloaded into a cyborg. Right. And uh, uh, and there was actually a uh, your cousin uh, Jason uh, Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron. Mm-hmm. He wrote some Ghost Rider comic books, and one of the storylines he wrote there was hundreds of Ghost Riders. There they were, all came together. They to were fight evil. Right. Right. I think he's done some of the writing also on that. Um, earlier title Avengers 1 million BC awesome I know he, he loves whenever I, I, I plug that, um, that, he's, that he's a relative I know he loves that right right <laughs> you know does he ever call you I mean y'all ever talk about you know the podcast or? not at all not at, gotta, I haven't seen him in, in many years but I, we have you ought to reach out to him and see if he'll come on an episode I would love to Jason's a great guy he always was uh, an intelligent guy very talented artist you know Kevin Feige gave him a kick at uh, oh, at the big expo they at did at the expo yeah, yeah. yeah uh, because of the Thor Love and Thunder storyline right. which um, is an upcoming movie we have coming what next year if yeah, we hope. We hope. <laughs> if we're if the world's still standing and they haven't shut so everything I, I down, I kind of feel like he should get a lot of credit for that story because my understanding they're taking a lot from his comic storyline oh, that he wrote on. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, you know, we talked about you know we've been talking about the Ghost Rider, right? And they've been so many different versions. There was even a female version of the Ghost Rider, Alejandro Jones, right? And and she, um, I did a little bit of reading up on her. She was actually by. Uh, I don't know if you'd say biracial, but by ethnicity, because right. her her dad was an American, her mother was a Mexican, and um, her her time was somewhat limited. She didn't have the full power of the Ghost Rider, right. but um, and then of course, like you said, the Cosmic Ghost Rider. There's been a Ghost Rider character that was um, an Indian woman um, who rode an elephant, right. which I thought. And there's a Tibetan Ghost Rider. There are several different. Incarnations of the Ghost Rider, and it's different just, different people that have wrote on the Ghost Rider wrote their own version of the Ghost Rider. Yes, yes. You know, I, I'm kind of anxious to see what MCU does with the Ghost Rider now they're bringing him in. You know, we had set on Hulu there was going to be a Ghost Rider show that was Hellstrom, and it was going to have Robbie Reyes, and, and the guy who played Robbie Reyes on the uh, Agents of Shield. Yes. And for some reason or another, they canceled. They had a bunch of shows planned for who. Yeah. I'm, for I, some reason or another, they canceled all of them but Hellstrom. I don't know what happened. I really don't. Uh, you know, in my mind, I would like to think, hey, they're going to take Ghost Rider back to the big picture. Right. You know, make him a part of the big MCU because mm-hmm. you've got, you've got a, you know, obviously the Ghost Rider, Hellstrom, they're members of the, Hell, uh, the Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. You've got many more members that are coming to the big screen now that are part of the Midnight Suns. You've got Morbius coming. Uh, you've got Doctor Strange, who was a part of the Midnight Suns for some time. Uh, Blade was a part of the Midnight Suns. So, I mean, you've got all those big characters. And, yeah, they're on different sides of the Marvel Universe. you got MCU with Disney. you got MCU with Sony. Mm-hmm. Sony's the one that's doing Morbius. Uh, they're not doing Blade. M- uh, Disney's got Blade, don't they? Disney has Blade. They're doing Morbius. Um, they've uh, confirmed there will be a Craven film. Yeah. And uh, gosh, they they basically have every character from the Spider-Man uh, title, the Spider-Man franchise, which is a ton of characters, a lot of characters. Right. Well, what do we want to do for our next uh, origin story? Well, I think we're going to stick with this same storyline and uh, 
go with Blade and uh, Morbius. Blade and Morbius. Sounds excellent. Yeah. So, you know, I actually finished Hellstrom. Okay. It was a great show. You like it? I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It took it to more of a, a darker side. You know, it kind of reminded me of uh, Supernatural in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the way they, they did change his storyline some from the comics. Uh, yeah, he, the, the idea of the show is their fathers came back from hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his storyline when he was alive, uh, he was a serial killer. Okay. Okay, so he was evil. Evil, evil. Killing people. And uh, his the daughter, Hellstrom, his sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, he I would take... That, what, Anna? Anna, yeah. Anna, okay. He would okay. take her with him when he would kill people. Oh, jeez. So she was a little twisted and bent. Right, right. So when it first starts, she's actually the first one you see killing somebody. Okay. But the reason she's killing is she's finding these evil people that have done wrong in life. And she kills them. And she kills them. Takes their soul. Wow. And you see the difference in their powers. Anna kind of takes her soul. You can see her veins start popping out and she's touching somebody. Mm-hmm. When uh, Damien is, <coughs> say, ridden somebody of a demon, it's more of a, I'm exercising you. Okay. And you see him start glowing and he's just exercising them. Okay. So their mother's in a mental institution. And she is actually, you come to find out watching the show, she is possessed by a demon. Okay. Called Mother. All right. All right. Mother has a son. And she, it's a constant battle between that. Okay. Basically, what she's saying is she wants to resurrect her son using their mother's body. Right. And her son gets let loose out of, the, out, of the, out of hell, and they're all trying to... So her son's a demon also, of course. Son's a demon also. Okay. And they think the son of mother is actually their father, but he's not. Okay. You don't find out until the very, very end that their father's just now showing up. Oh, okay. So who you thought it was their father, right. that's not the case. Now, you know, in the comics, Damien goes to hell, fights his father, takes his trident. Because mm-hmm. he's one of the rulers of the divisions of hell. Right, right, right. Dimensions of hell. Right. In the, in the TV show, his father uses certain knife to kill people. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't find out like the last two episodes, that knife is actually his father's trident. Okay. And they had broke it because the father had carved something in Damien's chest. And when he gets his power start, you know, flaring up, that thing starts burning his shirt away. And you can see the insignia. And, right. Well, the knife gets broke. Well, Damien and Anna put the knife back together. But when Damien possesses it, it's not just a knife anymore. It's a trident. It's, it's like a trident. Flames. It turns wow. into like a flame staff, basically. Okay. And he's using that to rid... Demons, it's like all all powerful, crazy shit. But it was it's a good show, and I hope they, I hope they do season two. I hope Hulu don't cancel it, and I hope okay, hope they care. It was good. I'm gonna have to pick up Hulu so I can just so I can watch that. Uh, in other nerd news, uh, I haven't started watching The Mandalorian season two yet. Okay, I tried to start this morning actually, and then the kids were there, so I was just well, didn't you know, having a good time. Didn't you tell me or someone told me on Looper that they said Boba Fett was going to get a show. He may. I think uh, I, I'm trying to think who it was. Someone told me that it was it was reported on Looper, which Looper tends to be fairly accurate. Yeah, that, that they were working on a show for Boba Fett's character. Yeah, maybe they will because we're going to find out in the Mandalorian how he survived the Sarlacc pit. That's going to be interesting. And I think it's going to go back to that armor that the Mandalorians wear. Yeah, because it's supposed to be this super impenetrable. Right. Right. Now I know I haven't I haven't watched the second season, but I know Timothy Oliphant, 
plays a, a character called yes. the Marshal. Yes, and he a, and he has the armor. Yes. Okay. Maybe that's Boba Fett. Who knows, man? Who knows? <laughs> and I think they're also, you know, I've read a lot of different articles on season two. They're going to kind of show you in in the timeline of Star Wars where um, all these other big characters are at. Oh, sweet. Where's Leia at? Where's right. Han at? What's Luke doing? What, right. you know, what's going on with the, the main universe characters? Right. So People like to have the pieces put together. I do. I do, too. It's like, too. you know, they've released a Marvel book now that kind of breaks things down, and they've released a Star Wars book now that kind of breaks things down, talking about all the different lightsabers and, you know, right. what we've seen in the in the proper Star Wars universe or the Marvel proper universe, which is nice. Right, yeah. I yeah. like having the little backstories behind, hey, where was Luke Skywalker? Did he stay on that island the whole time? Did he have a kid? Because now there's rumors saying that the kid at the end of... Uh, the Last Jedi, you know, the, he's looking up in the stars. Right, but that's right, actually right. Luke's son. Okay, okay. You know, Tyler, you know, yeah. The new generation of, you know, really powerful Jedi. Exactly, and he's, he, you can tell he's force sensitive mm-hmm. in the scene. So, so, Jason, have you heard any other nerd news? I mean, what's going on out well, there, man? I mean, the movies are still pushed back. There has been a report uh, from Charles Murphy that, um, uh, Fantastic Four is in pre-production. Um, the name of the production company or the name they gave it is um, Solve Everything. And, and basically that's taken from a Fantastic Four comic storyline where uh, Reed Richards is trying to decide if he wants to become part of or sit on the Council of Reeds as they solve all the different problems, and I mean all of them, of the multiverse, or if he feels like that's going to take too much time away from his family. Right. So, and, and, and one thing that I heard was that, well, when you consider who's doing a lot of the writing for Marvel now, it makes a little bit of sense because uh, a lot, most of the Disney streaming shows are being written by writers from the Rick and Morty show. Uh-huh. And um, they're assisting in the, in the films as well. Well, if you watch the Rick and Morty show, um, Rick, who is kind of a, a, a Reed Richards-type character, kind of a genius um, scientist-type character, he is in the same situation trying to decide whether or not he should sit on the Council of Ricks and, 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 and help decide to help solve the problems of the multiverse. So it's, it's kind of an interesting dichotomy there. And, uh, but it's, it's great to know that they are finally starting to really do some work on the first family of the Marvel Universe. Right. That'd be great. I'm, I'm ready to see how they're going to fold that into the MCU, which I, I still think they're going to use S.W.O.R.D. as a part of that. Yes, uh, I agree. Um, are we still going to see WandaVision this year, or they pushed it, have they pushed it off? You know, the rumor was December, uh, December end of November, yeah, December. Yeah, man, I don't know. That's, you, know that's, you know, we've seen clips from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. We have. and So they've had production. I think they're in uh, post-production now. They and are. they have started filming stuff again, folks. I'm seeing reports they're filming movies right now. Yeah, they are filming movies. And like, Chang, Shang-Chi wrapped up, if I'm not right, mistaken. So they're in post-production with Shang-Chi. So, mm-hmm. uh, they're filming Spider-Man in Atlanta. They're filming Spider-Man, and uh, Chris Hemsworth said that Jan- 1st of January, they start filming Thor, Love, and Thunder. Okay. So he let that out. Okay. I, you know, I... I, I, I don't know because they, they kept saying it would be late December... For WandaVision. Then they came back and said, wait a minute, we're going to have to stop again. 
I don't, I don't, I've got to where when they say there's new information on, 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 on release date, I don't even look at it anymore yeah, because I just get disappointed. Well, you, you heartbroken, you know, that's, that's I'm right. waiting for some new good movies to come out and, but it's been a year. It's been, it's been, I'm going to tell you, man, um, if, if it wasn't for this podcast and doing the research we do, I don't know what I'd do. I'd be bored. I yeah. guess I'd have to work. It's crazy. You know, uh, you would think with the new job that I have, I'd have time to look at more stuff, but it's actually pretty busy. Well, good. <laughs> That's good in a way, though. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a good sign. And we'll talk about that more on the next episode. This is nerd news. We're not going to venture into anything else. But, <laughs> but that's basic. That's all I have. That's anything, all. I anything have. else up DC? DC is quiet. Oh, there was one big announcement. Um, by now, everybody should have heard it. Oscar Isaac was cast as Moon Knight. Yes, yes, absolutely. And that's Marvel, folks. That's not DC. Yeah, that's Marvel. Um, I thought that um, uh, Oscar Isaac is a fantastic actor. And I felt like they would get him in the MCU eventually. He's already said, you know, he played um, Poe Dannerin in the Star Wars films, the last three. And he yeah. said, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. I'm done with that character. So it doesn't surprise me. That I don't think him. he's done with that character. You don't think so? No, well, I mean, they're going to extend Ray's story. So, I mean, well, she's, he's going to have to be a part of that story. I mean, you offer enough money, you can get... You can get anybody to play anybody, can't you? Exactly. You know, so, yeah, you're probably right about that. But um, I, th I think he's going to be great. Uh, not not who I thought they would get. Hadn't the Eternals wrapped up? Ain't they in post-production? I think they are in post-production. Yeah, I so, think I mean, they are. A, there have been toys already put out. Right. There have been, uh, what are those little things with the big heads pop? Uh, pops, yeah. Pops. There have been some pops released that um, have some of the different characters, show some of their uh, some of their costumes, and um, yeah. very interesting stuff. Yeah, awesome. Good news, man. Maybe next year will be different. Yeah, I hope so, man. We'll a bunch of, we're going to have a bunch of movies next year, Jason. Dude, I, I don't know. It's going to be awesome. Movies, TV shows. We're just going to be constantly going to see a movie. It, the nerd news is going to take off, it's man. Gonna it's going to be, gonna be uh, on fire. Wow. You know, when we're competing with, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, DC Cinematic oh, Universe. Oh, we're, we're competing with some folks that got money for production. Right. And they've been doing this for years. We're, we we're don't have that. We're sitting in a garage, folks. We're sitting in a garage in an undisclosed location, and we've been doing this for just a little bit over a year. A little bit over a year. And we're still, it's still growing. It's great, man. Oh, yeah. We're thankful. We're thankful. Well, guys, I guess we'll wrap this up. Uh, we will have another episode coming to you next weekend. and uh, We're going to do a post-political autopsy. Oh, wow. And it's going to be intense because we still really don't know who the next president's going to be because the election hadn't been certified yet. It's not been certified. The media has called the election in favor of Joe Biden, the Democratic mm -hmm. candidate. Uh, obviously, it saddens me, but... <laughs> I, you know, Makes I'm me kinda, happy. I'm kind of like Jason. I want to see the country heal yeah. and move past it. Uh, you know, my guy lost. It happens. But like I said, the election's not over with yet. They could be a crazy turn like it was when Bush and Cheney ran against each other. Or Bush and Gore. Bush and Gore. Yeah. yeah. Well, Everybody yeah. thought Gore won the election, and 36 days later, Bush won the election. Yeah, I know. That, that still, still gives people... I think that's still echoing in some people's mind that have been I, in Washington for years. I think it is, and I think you've got a, a lot of people who are like, hey, wait a minute. We didn't feel right about that. We ain't going to feel right about the Supreme Court again. Right. And then, uh, so after that, and then two, in two weeks, we'll have our uh, nerd news on uh, Blade. Yeah. So tune in, turn on, and get ready. Tell your friends about us. Adios. God bless. We'll see y'all next time.